what we do here is go back, 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 back. Yeah, good mate. Thanks for having me. We went the hardest in the, the celebrations. I can't say myself, can I? Uh, <laughs> you sort of almost got to tell yourself that you're a, you're a big game player or mm. a big finals player. So somehow I thought, well, just because I play well as a 13-year-old, I'd have to play well in the grand final. Me and, me and Cogs are um, a couple of good WA boys and we, we do get a bit affectionate with each other, always giving each other kisses and stuff. <laughs> nah, not really. Just, you know, a manly kiss yeah. on the cheek every now and then. Uh, yes, g'day guys, welcome back to the Brian Ethan Podcast, episode 103. Ethan plays with his I'm mic. just going to keep that there, straight, <laughs> not touch it. It's not too stable at the moment, but of course episode 103 and it's all powered by Skimbro and Hatlocket for 2023. Use code BrianEthan20 for 20% off across both websites, Ethan. Yeah, and I could argue that you should be doing the intro on this man because the first I ever heard of this man was from you after that wacky game. Has someone, would you say, took you back, impressed you, to say yeah. the least? Well, I was just watching up in the stands and I was like, who on earth is this bloke getting heaps of the pill? Yeah. And I thought, wow, who is he? And he's been good enough to come in less than a week out yeah. from the AFL draft. This time next week, very hopeful he's an AFL player. Smooth operator, Claremont Joe Fonte. Claremont, uh, Joe, how are you? I'm right, thanks guys. Thanks so much for that awesome intro. All good. How, how are you feeling with everything? A week to go? Yeah, I'm 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 pretty calm with it all. Uh, obviously, there's nothing left I can do, so I'm sort of twiddling my thumbs, as I said. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I'm not too anxious about it at all. If it if it doesn't happen, I've sort of got it planned out what I'm going to do from there. So yeah, no no anxiety around it. Yeah, and it is jo- Joseph the full name, just to clarify. Yeah, Joseph is yeah. the full name. Usually yeah. I go by Joe, but unbothered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you mentioned how you've been twiddling your thumbs for the last couple of weeks. An article yeah. came out last week saying, hey, you think about the draft 50 times a day. Is yeah. that number increasing by the minute? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually not. Um, I thought it was funny how they uh, made the, the the title such an insignificant detail, but um, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was sort of just came out of my mouth and then, yeah. And uni exams would probably also take up a bit of your focus. Uh, how'd you go on those and what is it that you're studying? Uh, I study commerce at UWA. Yeah. Um, some of them were pretty challenging, I'm not going to lie to your face, yeah. uh, but hopefully I scraped over with a few of them. It's yeah. all done now, isn't it? Yeah, it's all, all wrapped up. Yeah. And balancing this year with our first year out of school with footy, everything, uh, study, social life, probably helped you in a bit to have everything so busy, but how did you ju- um, juggle it all? Um, I don't know. I just... You know, you, you, I suppose you just got to look at footy as like a, you know, hobby, like to, to take your mind off things sort of rather than an, another chore on top of everything else. Otherwise, you're not going to enjoy it. So, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Well, like a lot of people that we've had on this year, you've had a basketball background right up until your time at Scotch. In terms of footy, though, East Fremantle Junior Footy Club. So does that mean that you would have tried out for East Freo Futures and whatnot? In the for the East Freo Waffle side, yeah. When I did the development squad, which is 14s or 15s, I'm not really quite yeah. sure, I can't remember now, but um, I did the development squad and, and I enjoyed that. And then I did the futures, and there was a big uh gap because of COVID. In yeah. I don't know, it was the second wave it hit, and their schools yeah. got shut down, and whatever else, footy got shut down, and um, sort of, I don't know, yeah, I just back then footy was sort of just like 
something I did with my mates and a few of my mates were discouraged to come back and went, oh, I can't really be bothered with this. So, um, yeah, I, I didn't end up coming back either, which I later regretted. But when Claremont gave me the opportunity, you know, I didn't take it for granted and, and, and you'd have gripped my teeth twice as hard. So did, and, did Claremont give you that opportunity just purely off playing at Scotch? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, they, they just watched my... I think it was the back half of the season where I started playing on the half back and got some interest through there and yeah, then okay. got a text message and was very, very happy. Yeah. Any traits taken from basketball into footy with the switch? Uh, I think some of the evasiveness and like the instinctive things, like yeah. when someone's, you know, coming at you and you and that that's that sort of stuff. Um maybe a bit of hand eye coordination as well, even, mm. but uh mostly yeah, not, not not too much of a difference. I was playing footy at the same time, but mm. uh, basketball, I don't know, may or may not have been the priority. I, I just played both of them just for fun, pretty much. Yeah, it's you always hear the basketball background, almost like Scott every Penderbury. second AFL player. Yeah, Scott yeah. Pendlebury. <laughs> now, on to Scotch. Uh, how was your schooling there? Obviously, you would have made a lot of memories with Alcos, et cetera, but even the other schools, I know you're good mates with Hugh Davies. Um, so how's it been to come out of those you know, the PSA connections, not just from Scotch, but I guess the whole PSA. Yeah, it, it really helped when I joined Claremont because um, obviously I had my first season as an overager. So uh, a bunch of the boys had been playing with each other for two or three years. So yeah. to have the PSA connections with some of the Christchurch and Hale boys um, and Scotch boys just made it uh, an easy transition when I started playing for Claremont. So, yeah, it was it was very helpful. Well, first year, was, well, as we know, first year at Claremont doesn't take long um, to play there, obviously for you, you were pretty much straight into the side and then called straight into the states, uh, state squad. Did you see it coming? And I guess what was the mindset coming in as an overage player? Uh, I suppose I had um, a bit more confidence just yeah. because I suppose you're older and yeah. you don't expect someone who's younger than you to, to dominate you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so I had a bit of confidence, but uh, I hadn't played Colts footy before, and PSA is a completely different competition. Um, so I didn't, I wasn't fair for me to have an expectation. Yeah. But um, after a few good games, uh, I realised that I was capable of doing pretty well. And then, yeah, I wasn't expecting the call up from the from the state team. Um, yeah, that 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 was incredible. Um, so yeah. It's just phone call. Yeah. yeah. No. So. Um, I'd go to the gym with a couple of my mates who would would say that we should be in the state team, mm. yeah, <laughs> as you do, but uh, I, I never actually expected the call-up or anything. And then one time I was in the gym after training and Joe Matthews and Dan um, came back into Ice Bath after their state session and they said something along the lines of, oh, Adam Jones has, has been asking um, about you to us. And that, that, that raised my eyebrows. And then I thought in the next few games, I better chop up because I yeah. could be on here. Yeah. <laughs> and as a rebounding defender, it's always talk, spoken about, I guess, the balance between defending and then taking the game on. What did you learn from the champs in that sense with your position? Um, yeah, um, I suppose something I get criticised on a little bit is my accountability after running off defending afterwards. Uh the champs just, uh, and I suppose a lot of that's to do with fitness as well, because obviously if you grab the ball and sprint 20 metres, it's going to be twice as hard getting back to defend. Yeah. And the champs boys are obviously twice as fit as anyone else for the verse. So I think it just really helped with my fitness. And and also, yeah, you know, you're on a, you're on a big stage, you're, you're giving it everything you've got. So, yeah. yeah. I think the natural thing would be a shock for like the step up, but you seem to 
like play pretty well. So was it much of a shock to step up? Uh, I think the on, to be honest, I think that the first training with the state boys was more intimidating than the first game because. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's just it's it's like the state team, right? Like everyone there's the the best. So uh, I, I didn't know how I would compete with a with a group of people who were maybe in my eyes better than me. But after doing a few good things at training, uh, I realised it was where I belong, and and yeah, yeah. It, it gave me some more confidence going into the game. Your first game was at Optus, yeah. And then the, the wacky game after that, it's pretty. I guess chucking in the deep end a little bit from yeah. the um, situation side of things yeah um no the wacker game was incredible i remember speaking to dan right after it and usually you know you'd expect it to be pretty gutted like you're representing your state you just got beaten by two points and we had like five opportunities or something within the last 10 yeah. minutes to win but i remember the first thing uh dan and i said walking back to the car we were like jeez that would have been a, such a good game to watch um it like was. i had everything like Half time was a bit nippy, and then it was back and forth, and yeah. then the, yeah, there was a bit of everything. So yeah, that that was probably the the most enjoyable game, most enjoyable loss of I've ever played in. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the crowd was right behind you guys as well. Like it was, I know half the ground is not accessible. Yeah, the wacker, but like everyone was just packed in the yeah that half of the ground that you could go in, onto and made a massive atmosphere. So it must have been pretty cool to play out there. Yeah, it was. It, uh, one of the clips came up. Um, the other day, I forgot what I was watching, but it was within like the dying seconds uh, after Dan kicked that insane banana from 45 yeah. out and there was the stoppage. And I remember when we won the clearance, just like the crowd is like mm. almost muting the commentators, which is yeah. insane. And what you said about the loss, I, from what I remember, no one was like criticising guys for like losing the game or anything. Like it was just all spoken about, about how yeah. um, competitive the game was all around. Yeah. Um, no, it was, it was, yeah, a, a very fun game to play in. Yeah, for sure. Well, how would you compare the draft attention that you've received, I guess, before and after the champs? Because you've been copying a bit of media hype from, I guess, Channel 7 and a bit on radio. Yeah. Um, not so much after the champs, but uh, leading up to the combine yeah. sort of gave me a little bit more confidence. Uh yeah, with just all the media attention. Obviously, you know, it, it's best not to let it get to your head and, and, and let it think in your eyes that you've got a better chance of getting drafted or whatever. But, um, yeah, it's it's definitely sometimes hard to, to block out yeah. and not let, let yourself... What's like, it like seeing yourself on the news and that sort of thing? Uh, yeah, I imagine the mates would just be sending yeah, it away. Yeah, like. yeah um, no, I think sort of the general can like the universally known thing is that listening to yourself over like record just is like yeah. a cringy thing to do i'm not yeah. sure if you guys are the same but sometimes yeah. listening over yourself i don't know i just i find it a little bit hard mm. yeah you, wouldn't do it by any, choice but. do you have any media down there at the combine for the western oh, sisters on the weekend there are a little bit a little bit <laughs> not not too many outsiders but yeah uh <laughs> well Colts team of the year member and uh premiership to finish off Two pretty significant achievements. So deeper in the season, do you think that um, being in the team, having that team success helped boost your own individual stocks as you know more people watch the bigger games? Say that again, sorry. I completely zoned out for a second there. Sorry. No, I was just saying it's um, obviously when you play... Oh, no, he's lost He zoned out because he knew this was going to fall. Um, with like Claremont obviously playing in the bigger games, more people are watching. So do you feel like as the... Claremont got deeper into the season and there were less teams around you, you know, it helped you draft stocks because there was more people sort of watching you? Oh, 100%. Um, I was thinking about that not too long ago. People say, uh, 
like for instance, if if someone says that I've had a really impressive year and I say I've gotten really fortunate and then they try and contradict that and say, well, actually, you know, you put the hard work in. Mm. If you think about it this way and go, well, I was playing in a really successful team that got me four more games to impress and, and yeah. improve my stocks. So you can think about it that way as well and that that is something that just came because of fortune. Yeah, it was a real good... Real good and strong side. Yeah. And playing on Optus for a second time as well. Yeah. Not just your first and time. And actually having a decent crowd there as well because mm. there's, yeah. there's no one ever there for a curtain raiser for an AFL game for the Waffle Grand Final. Yeah. Decent, decent crowd. What was yeah. better, to play in front of the Wacker crowd or the Grand Final crowd? I preferred the Wacker crowd just because... Yeah, it was, yeah, it was the, the fact that they were supporting us over, like, Vic Country. Like, the bias was so significant. <laughs> um... And also just the, the I don't know, I, I wasn't exactly rattled by the environment, but, um, you know, it's a grand final. And, yeah. You know, it, it's when when the other team kicks an incredible goal and, and the crowd erupts, it's hard to not let them get momentum off that, yeah, opposed to at the Wacker sure. when Vic Country would kick a goal, they'd just be cricket, so. Yeah. And it was a pretty good win in that grand final and as one of the older ones in that side. Did you lead the way in the celebrations and is there any... Best off-ground nominations from that night? Jeez. I don't know. Uh, Dan Curtin um, shed some tears in happiness, which I found pretty <laughs> funny. So maybe best on goes to him. Uh, worst on probably Max Raw. I'm pretty sure he was tucked away in an over pretty early. So <laughs> <laughs> have heard somewhat similar to that. Uh, now, speed is what every club, AFL club, is looking for. Um, so they would have been absolutely licking their lips when you you blitzed the 20-metre sprint at the combine. You must have been not only happy with that, but some other top three finishes to separate yourself even more so. Yeah. Um, I remember I was the last to get my wristband in the combine in the order and every event you'd do, it would go down that order. And I was, so I was, the, I was the last guy doing the 20-metre and it was my last attempt. And at training, I'd gotten like a number of 2.9 runs. And I just thought, geez, I want to swing my arms as hard as I can here, mm. try, and, try and crack it. And I ended up cracking it and got a couple of good reactions. So that made me really happy. But um, yeah, I would have I would have liked to do a little bit better in the 2K because that's sort of the one, you know, you, you go away and do the gruelling training for that you don't necessarily yeah. like rather than like for the agility, for instance, where you just it's just all familiarity. Um, but yeah, I, I would have liked to do better in that, and it was a little bit upsetting. But um, you know, it's it's improvable; it's easily fixed. So I'll just go go out and, and train harder. Was there any talk of the national combine? I know you would have been happy to go to yeah. one or the other as you did, but um, well, I, I don't necessarily. It's it's a little bit cloudy to me as well. I don't know. People say it's you know two. You've got to speak to two clubs to get invited to the state and five to the national or whatever the numbers are. But um, yeah, I was never sure whether I'd spoken to enough yet or, or what the case was. But um, yeah, I didn't have the expectation that I was going to get invited to the national draw um, combine. But uh, if I if I did, it it, it would have yeah it would have been would have been twice as good. Yeah. Well, for guys like Colton. And I guess those guys who have been talked up for, I don't know, like the last 12 months, you could say. Yeah. It's been a real long wait for them. But you must look back and think, wow, how fast this has all sort of happened. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, I suppose it's just... Cause it was really the champs that you just you know, yeah, started to click. Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, I, I'm, uh, after, after the champs, 
the fact that I'd sort of played at a higher level than Colts gave me a lot of confidence. And then I started having a couple good consecutive games in a row, yeah. Um, which I assume would have would have improved my stocks. So. Yeah, I don't know. the the whole The whole year was 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 crazy. Yeah. Yeah. When was it that you had a man uh, your manager? Um, I, I actually spoke to him about this not long ago. I remember I got contacted after like my third game or something. Right. Like champs or Colts? oh no, like Colts. Yeah. Yeah. And was, yeah, so he noticed me pretty early, and um, I remember asking him what what made you contact me because I wasn't exactly playing all that well yeah. like, up until a bit later. But yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm really stoked to have one. Yeah. And it seems like a decent chance we hope to happen, of course. Have you been told like how likely it is or what clubs are in the mix or is it genuinely just a complete unknown until this time next week? Uh, there's a few clubs which I think are more probable to draft me than others. But um, then again, like it's so unpredictable. You see people who you know are projected to go like... 20 to 40 and, and, and don't end up. So it, it'd be unfair for me to assume that it was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. That, that, yeah, spot on because, like, yeah, it can be yeah. so unpredictable. But moving into state, you think you'd be ready for that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think it's all, it's all no worries. Like, I'm 19, decently ambitious. Maybe Perth already showed what it's got to offer. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with it all. Yeah, well, obviously it is next week, so... Any plans for one of the draft nights yet? Uh, nah, I think I think sort of when it's a player like me who's on the fringe and is and is keep it quiet. Yeah, and is and is pretty fifty fifty. I think you got to just keep it family and 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 then maybe if it does happen, then friends will be over within two minutes. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah I don't I don't think I'm going to be doing anything too too massive for the night yeah. unless it happens because there's the rookie draft on the wednesday i think which is yeah. just a stream as well so yeah yeah, yeah. it's uh it would be it'll be a long wait i'm sure <laughs> yeah even though it's a week away yeah um what about chatting to other claremont boys i guess in similar position or even state boys about how they're feeling about it um or have you kind of checked out of it somewhat and just left everyone to their own space i've sort of checked out a little bit i know some of the state boys are going to the beach and getting a coffee to sort of get get it off their chest but um I'm pretty comfortable with it all. Like I, I, I talk to the ones I'm really close um, with about it quite a bit. But um, yeah, it's 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 nice to to do other things rather than just think about the draft the entire day. Mm. Yeah, so, are, you, yeah. are you like treating it like wow? Just I'm just lucky to be in this situation. Yeah, exactly. Like Twelve months ago, you probably had no ambitions of being in this situation that you're in right now. Yeah. And then like, if it happens, it happens, and you get to yeah exactly live, live your dream for the next however long yeah but if you yeah. don't then it's not going to be like a massive yeah. setback for you yeah well I think because it happens so quickly as well like it's I don't, I don't I wouldn't consider myself one of those guys who's invested all their eggs in in that yeah. one basket and and you know like maybe maybe not tried to propel themselves at school or, or whatever um, because they had the expectation they were getting drafted. Like, this has all happened just so miraculously for yeah. me. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I got to try and look at it at a way where if I if I don't get – if I do get drafted, that's just, like, absolutely insane. But if I don't, it's like, well, I, if you asked me six months ago if you thought I was going to get drafted, I'd probably say maybe I've got a 10% chance. So yeah. 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 And obviously still at uni as well, I'm like, Claremont – is a successful club, great club. So, like, worst comes to worst. Hopefully it's not the case, but, like, yeah. you know, you're still in a pretty good position. Yeah, exactly. And um, 
research is something we like to pride ourselves on. Couldn't help but notice the Christmas Eve birthday. Yeah. What's it like having what some would probably think as back-to-back birthdays every year? Yeah. Um, well, a lot of people ask that question. It's all I've really ever known, so I can't really yeah. give an opinion on what yeah. it would be like if it, if, it, if my birthday wasn't there. But, um, yeah, there's, there's a couple Christmas Eve events that uh, particular places do, which, which makes it easy for me to have a... Yeah have that's a true. party or whatnot with my friends. So, yeah, it's convenient in, in that sense. Nice little festival of Joe around yeah. the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. New Year's as well, like a, a week later and <laughs> just the whole summertime. So yeah. what a time to be alive. And Yeah. And I know you are an overage. Like, you're born in, what, like seven days off being yeah. an 05? Yeah. So, like, you that are an overager. But. That's been frustrating like, up until this point. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if... It used to be a little bit of a negative, like, uh, I didn't know whether or not this year I was going to play as an overager or in reserves, and I think the sort of playing in Colts has more exposure than reserves do. Yeah, yeah, so. 100%. But, yeah, I think a lot of people have caught on to the fact that, I mean, you you can imagine how much research AFL clubs do when they say that I'm born a week away. I don't think it's the be-all and end-all. Yeah, yeah, 100%. All right, Instagram Q&As, of course, thanks to Skimbro and Hatlocker at Bray and Ethan for future questions. Started off with James Waddock, one, is it Waddock or? Wad, Wadcock, I believe. Wadcock. Favourite Scotch footy coach? Um, Jeez, I've forgotten his last name. Um, Tom, Tom something or other, he was our year 10 coach. Um, he was, he was a little bit younger and more sociable and, yeah. and fun to be around. But, um, yeah, that, that, that'd that probably check that one off. Uh, James Harper underscore, would you say Joe Matthews made you into where you are now? Uh, yeah, he'd probably play a pretty significant role. But, um, yeah, I've, I've, I've put a lot of the work in myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mongoose underscore Vines. <laughs> Who is better at football, Hugh Vines or Jack Fraser? Uh, Jack Fla- Jack Fraser clears him by a long shot, like absolute monster ruckman. Um, if you haven't seen him, I'm not sure where to find any collegiate <laughs> amateur footage, but yeah, absolute beast. John O. Williams official. Hey mate, huge fan of your journey from rags to riches. Who inspired you? Uh, jeez. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. I think my friends get around me quite a bit, so, um... Yeah, maybe those guys get the get the kudos. Uh, I am Aaron Davis underscore. Does Linny smell like Cheetos? Uh, from time to time. <laughs> um, it's hard to tell whether or not there's Cheeto dust on his fingers sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luke Skopinich. Yep. Hey, Joey, name your ideal Overwatch squad. Um, Cody Renouf, Luke Skopinich. Ned Phillips, Sol Paletti, and Ashton. Harold Dot Nye, favourite Pokemon? It's a great question. Um, I'm a big fan of any of the Eevee evolutions. They're all pretty good, yeah. 
So you're a big Pokemon Go sort of operator? Not, not, not really. There was a bit of a trend within my circle of friends that was going on not too long ago where we're, really? all, on the, where we're all on the Pokemon Go, believe it or not. <laughs> um, That's like 2016. Yeah, yeah I know. 2016, 2017 around then. Yeah. yeah, we revived it, but um, that's that's officially been finished, that, that little yeah. era. I think, yeah, that would have been maybe last year or the year before that it was, I think I knew a couple of people that were getting back on it. Yeah. Yeah, can't say I know anyone who plays it now. Yeah. Uh, Oscar Mitchell, why were you so mean to me when we played 2K? Um, was that Oscar Michelli? Uh, probably, yeah. Um, I don't know, mate. I'm a, I apologise <laughs> if I was. A bit too competitive. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, big Levi Casbell, thoughts on Harry Ellis? <laughs> Harry Ellis... I'm not really sure who he's talking about. Yeah, well, I don't know. Big Levi, Levi Caswell. Big underscore through. Levi underscore yeah. Caswell. I'm not sure who he's talking about. Sorry, <laughs> Harry Ellis, if I've completely forgotten about We've you. finished off with Cody Renoff 7. Do you still sleep with your blankie? Uh, I don't sleep with my blankie. Um, <laughs> that's a really good question, though. Um, that, that went on a couple years too long. Great question. <laughs> we'll leave it there. Skimbro quiz. Um, leaderboard has absolutely grown and I don't know if we're going to have enough time to do a battle for the 12s mm. but tough. a couple of the four, the four that currently sit on 12 which is the highest score Riley Hardman Luke Kelly Riley DeZisto and Ashton Ferreira Dan Curtin sits on 11 and a half uh, another well, I guess Claremont team out of yours Zach Mayne Waring he's on 11 uh, Sam Van Rooyen 11 Going down the list. What is it, like I a think that's it. quiz that I've got to answer as quick as possible? Not as quick as possible. It's on your stats. Oh. Say how well you know stats. Zane, okay. Zane's down the bottom on eight for the Claremont boys. So It's out of 14. Okay. Yeah. All right. Same question as it always is. Height and weight on the Waffle website. On the Waffle website, I think I'm 189 centimetres um, and 73 kilograms. Correct. Perfect start, one from one. Number two, how many Colts games did you play this year as a whole? Finals included? Yeah. Not including pre-season games if that you did play any, though. 19. Only 15. You got Was that including finals? I think so, yeah. Because I think there's 19 games... I think I missed five games and there's 20, 20 games and... There's, tw- there's 20 rounds and you have two buys. Oh, so that's good. That, yeah, that, that'd be that'd where be I've gone that. wrong. Yeah. yeah. One from two. Yep. Question number three. Before the Colts grand final, you had the same amount of touches in the two finals games before. How many was this? 22. Correct. Correct. Two from three. Number four, true or false, your state, jersey number 34, was the highest number of the Claremont reps in the state side. True or false? False. Correct. Correct. Who, so, was, who was above? I don't know. I'm just sure there's got to be someone that's higher than 34. I'm not sure. Zane had 39. Yeah. So there you go. Three from four. Three from four. Question number five. How many 20 plus, 20 plus disposal performances did you have for Claremont this year? Of a broad question. I don't want to say too many because then it seems like I'm up myself. Uh, five? 
Six. Oof. Very close. Four from... Three from five. Three from five. The best of these was 24 against which team? East Fremantle. It's quite ironic considering East Fremantle Junior Footy Club probably just yeah, lit said, a fire underneath yeah, me. Look what you're missing out on. Yeah, exactly right. A bit of white line fever attached to that game. <laughs> Quest, uh, sorry, we're four from six. Question number seven. How many Claremont players were named in the Colts team of the year? And this is including yourself. Six? Five, I think, including you. Okay. Yourself, Dan. Oh, I have to look at it. Zane. I think it Zane. might be six. Maybe. Jackson Bazaka. Because I saw Claremont posted it somewhere. And it was like five for loads. Oh, sorry, that's Colts team of the year. I was thinking state team for a second. Where are we? Um, one, two, three, four, five, yeah. Bugger. So is Dan not even in it? No, he didn't play No, because games. he played, yeah, he was played playing league, league and, and states. Yeah. Uh, so we are still four, four from seven. Question number eight. How many centimetres did Oscar beat you by in the standing jump test? <laughs> one. Correct. Three. Three. I was going to say it's a pretty small number. Yeah. Mm. One is a lot smaller. Uh, question number nine. We are, what, still on four. four. We need this. Did you average more inside 50s or rebound 50s individually across the champs? Mm. I want to say inside 50s. Correct. Correct. Two point seven you averaged, and rebounds was only two point three. So yeah, small, small margin. But that takes us to the, that takes us to a decent score heading into yeah. the last. Yeah, we're on five. So five points up for grabs. So five points if you get this one first oh, guess. Geez. Four points if it's second guess. Three points if it's third guess. Two points if it's fifth guess or mm. fourth. And what we'll give you a point for anything else. So okay. we'll give you a point no matter what. All right. Name the 2023 AFL Premiership player who is from your junior club, East Fremantle. Wow. Jeez. It's not like a, if this helps, not like a star player. Yeah, I, I didn't think it would be because it yeah. doesn't, doesn't jump at me. Um, I don't know too many of the Collingwood players. Um, and when I say not a star player, like, no disrespect to this guy, but he's not like... <laughs> He's not Let's like... Let's just say he had a quiet grand final. But he played. Yes. I don't think he was the sub, was he? Far no. out. Still haven't had your first guess, so five points up for grabs with a couple of clues. Oh, my God. I've got no idea. I don't even think I know a Collingwood player from WA. It was this Bobby Hill. He's not WA. Oh, yeah. It's, this person is their... Th- third club but you wouldn't really know it yeah I wouldn't know it's his third club yeah. he's free you, you'd know it's his second club probably but jeez would have helped if I saw like a post on this or something <laughs> um I'm so lost and when I said a quiet game it was like 
I don't know because I don't want to give too many clues, but like at the same time, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Like I'd be able to name like the like eight best players in Collingwood. So, like people have sort of been taking the Mickey out of this guy since. Oh, oh. um, is it? What what was he getting taken the Mickey out of for? Well, I don't even. Th- well, I think because he came game. into the side, not oh yeah, late, but like, not like a, not like a um, emergency like on the day in, but more just like, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I don't know. Is it the bloke who took Johnny Noble's spot? Because I wouldn't know what his name is. I'm trying to think who took John Noble's spot. Right. Let's see. Did he play in the prelim? Um, oh, no, no. I'll tell you who he replaced. I'm pretty sure he replaced Taylor Adams. Yeah, yes. I'm so out of luck. I might just have to cop the zero. <laughs> well, there's one point up for grabs. For, we're going to have some guesses. Harris um, Andrews played on him. <laughs> I'm so lost. I'll say Bobby Hill and grab the one point. Okay. Even though I know for Incorrect. sure it's not him. It was Billy Frampton. Yeah, I have no idea. No idea. How many touches did he have? Would have, would have he never gotten that. Couple, I think. Uh, he he was. He dropped that him. mark. I remember, yeah. like he was getting his hands on the ball, and had an opportunity to not mm. to like, like not tear the game apart, but like hit the scoreboard. Yeah. Forward line. Yeah. Forward sort line. of gingerish. Oh, it's got like blonde hair. hair. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Look. Collingwood football knowledge is well. If you go to the pies, then I'm sure yeah. <laughs> you'll. <laughs> You know, you know him. I'll, yeah, I'll learn a few names. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, six. Takes us to six. Not dead on the box. No, nah, um, you got company. You got company, yeah. Put it that way. You joined Toby McQuilk and then Connor, Connor Williams. Williams on six. So. Another PSA boy. At least you're saving your luck for maybe next week. Yeah, mm. hopefully that yeah. is the case. Yeah, we hope it is as well. Well, Brian Ethan, 20 for 20% off at both skimbro.com and hatlocker.com.au. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts from, you can, of course, watch on YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, you can jump in the car and chuck it on Spotify or whatever. Uh, make sure to subscribe. Give us a five-star rating as we like it. We do. I want to say an early congrats to all the boys that get picked up. Good luck as well, obviously, because it will come out before. Can't wait to see how yep. it all unfolds. Yep, can not wait. Well, Joe, appreciate you finally jumping on this year and all the best next week. That's right. Thanks so much for having me.